to Postgrad and BHM. Welcome back to Postgrad and Black History Month, as Miles already said. This edition is going to be talking about five different myths that you might have known or you didn't know pertaining to Black history. So let's get into these facts. I'm your host, Samira. And I'm your host, Miles. And we are Postgrad and Black. So, Miles, how are you doing today? Today is February 1st. And today it's is February off, 1st. It is. It's kicking off 28 days of Black history. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like, I think I need to correct you. And when I say I need to correct you, it's, it is 28 days, it's but it's 365. Let's get that correct. 365 That's, days. You know, you heard people, they say something about, before we get into our five myths, we, I just want to touch on the fact that a lot of people don't think we should be celebrating Black History Month because it's kind of disrespectful to um, Black history because Black history is American history. So why are we not recognizing it three, 365 days of the month? Why is it of the year? Why are we only recognizing 28 days of that in honor of being Black here in America? Because uh, it's not talking about Black history. It's not for everybody Black. This is something that is American holiday, um, or it's not really a holiday. It's an American, what? Remembrance. Remembrance, uh, dedication. Dedication. Uh, the blood, sweat, and tears our ancestors poured into this country of people still pouring into this country of the, to this day, to this day. And I think the but, reason why people are getting mad that it's only a month is because if it was celebrated 365, you know, certain other ethnicities or races would feel offended. And I don't think mm -hmm. that they should have the I mean, everybody's right has a right to their own opinion, but at the end of the day, and I know I keep saying at the end of the day because it is at the end of the day, full Truly. stop. Period. That black people are ne are never recognized. I mean, we're recognized mm. in sports and in music or something entertainment wise, or you know, pop politics things like that. But we'll get more into it, but. If you really look in the in the information and the the knowledge and education of it, a lot of these black inventors invented something, and what it was taken because uh, another white inventor or another inventor of another ethnicity thought they could use it, and then they took it and used it on their own. Mm. Because if you really think about it. Um, Albert Einstein did not create electricity. I, I, it was, I forget the name and yes, you can clock me just because I don't know the name, but I'm pretty sure somebody, a black inventor found out how to create electricity and was attempting to use it. You know, people could use it freely, but you know, the government wanted to charge people for using electricity and that's why we have electricity bills now. Thank you, government. Thank you, government. Um, but yeah, you can clock mouse <laughs> for yeah, anybody want to clock. 
but we're about to go ahead and dig into these five myths um and shoot let's let's kick start it off george washington carver everybody know who that is right yes um george washington carver and vincent peanut butter did you hear that growing up i've heard it before yes i've heard that as in school we learned that george washington carver and vincent peanut butter and that is false um george washington carver did not invent peanut butter someone did invent peanut butter um and nobody's exactly sure when peanut butter was created but someone named marcellius gilmore edson um of canada he pant he painted um patent <laughs> painted he patent uh peanut paste and uh this was back in 1884 however someone um, named dr john harvey uh catalog from the cereal in 1895 also had in a process for creating peanut butter from raw peanuts so that's on them they were white um they are excluded from black history month but george washington carver did not create or invent peanut butter so somebody asked me if he did not create peanut butter what did he invent and why does he get the peanut peanut name so um, George Washington Carver created a lot of different inventions. Um, definitely he was into soil chemistry. Um, one of his biggest contributions to agriculture life was the fact that a lot of land was um, deteriorating because of um, the cotton fields. The cotton was ruining the land and um, they weren't able to grow anything, not even cotton. So basically his crop rotation technique helped to um, really study that by planting products such as peanuts, um, sweet potatoes and things that fall into that category, you are able to provide nutrients back into the soil in order to make the soil um, healthy enough in order to grow what cotton again or anything you need to. So um, by using nitrogen fixing plants like peanuts, soybeans, and sweet potatoes, the soil could be restored. So that is one of his biggest accomplishments to the agriculture and amidst of other things he did was crop rotations. And that's where peanut comes from because he did do a lot of research with peanuts, but no. So if somebody say he created peanut butter, you tell them no, but he used uh, plants like peanuts, et cetera, in order to um, make sure you fucking, um, white supremacists had black people being able to pick cotton on your um farms but we're not getting to that so shout out to george washington carver on that did you know that um i didn't know all of that the detailing behind that but i did know that he created well he didn't create a peanut but you know he helped with the the production of peanuts so yeah and I knew he created other inventions or was a part of other inventing, um, I don't know what you want to call it, projects. So, but yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Myth number two, Madam CJ Walker. She has a lot of different controversies around her being the first self-made millionaire, the first millionaire, the first black millionaire back in that times. But um, also something cool that, well, 
a myth that we learned was that Madam C.J. Walker invented the hot comb. I remember having a project about Madam C.J. Walker back in elementary school, and I said she invented the hot comb, and I had a picture of the fucking hot comb on my poster board. Miles, could you attest to hearing that? Um, I can attest to hearing some part of that. She invented the oh. hot comb. Yes, I can. I know she had a very extensive beauty beauty brand where she yes. had shampoos and things like that to help the black girls out with their curls, making them pop back in the day, laying them edges. Getting um, are you sure it was curls being popped? You mean like fried and dyed back then to match the beauty standard, but- Okay. If you want to be technical, you can make your curls pop, but your hair was not being curled. It was- uh, Being not, not It was being pressed, straightened. Um, like the hot comb is said to be invented by a, a Frenchman named Marcel. Marcel, they were Euro European, so we don't know about that. But the hot comb was then used by white women um, to like straighten out their. Oh no, it was it was used for a hair waving iron. Sorry, get my facts right. But we can't really trace back who invented the hot comb, but Madam C.J. Walker did not. However, she had a list of other products like her wonderful hair grow, grower um, that helped Black women grow out their hair, as Miles already mentioned, glossing um, and pressing oils and shampoos. So she had a whole hair care dedicated to um, Black women's hair and making it grow long and beautiful. And why, so why do we get it confused that she invents the hot comb? A lot of the products she did, she uses and what she was advertising was um, a whole hair care that works really well when straightening out your hair because that was the trend back in the day. Still is to um, get your hair to be as straight as possible. So she used all her products in order to obtain that nice silky press hair. So what you're That's saying. You so what you're saying is that Madam CJ Walker literally crawled so the rest of the <laughs> the hairstylists can run, fly, spread their wings and prosper. Madam CJ Walker is the Madam CJ Walker is paved the way, helped pave the way for many hair and yes. So all y'all hairstylists out there. When you hear Madam C.J. Walker and we ask you, did she invent the hot comb and you say yes, that license is getting revoked. It's getting snatched. It's getting snatched. But no. the more you know, the more you grow. Miles, do you know what an abolitionist is? Get into um, I don't. Can you please, can you please re refresh my memory? So an abolitionist is someone who disagrees with slavery and um, their main goal is to end slavery, free the slaves. Mm -hmm. um, somebody can clock me on that because I was just off the dome <laughs> as well. Yeah, but, I, mean, it's a, I mean, if you dissect the word abol abolish means right. to ban, so abolitionist, yeah. Ooh, okay, word breakdown. Time so a lot of people, which I always get confused about when we want to, in school, give credit to a man named Abraham Lincoln, right? An and it was man. honest man. Honest they said, Abe. Honest Abe. Abe is for the people, right? He was the one to abolish slavery, quote unquote. Well, if technically, first of all, 
myth number one, um, Abraham Lincoln is not an abolitionist, right? Because I said that we already went over the definition of an abolitionist is to end slavery by any means necessary, basically. Um, Lincoln didn't know what to do with slaves. He didn't know if he should end it. He didn't know what to do with slaves and nor did he believe that black people should have the same mm -hmm. equality as white counterparts. So he is not an abolitionist. That's part one of the myth. Two, the emancipation of proclamation did not free all slaves. People get this misconstrued. That document was signed and the reason for that was to punish Confederate states who did not or who were not loyal to the union. The union was what um, the, the, the territory that the government controlled basically. So during the civil war, we had the North versus South um, and it punished. So the emancipation, uh, what is it? A flat, I can't tug tie. Emancipation, emancipation proclamation. Yes, that's what Miles just said. Um, did not free all slaves and the slaves that it did not ex that this excluded from was um any border states so delaware maryland kentucky missouri to name a few um were states that that didn't apply to so basically if you didn't fall if you weren't loyal to the union you had to let your slaves go free right so it's just a it created this big controversy when it came to the civil war about um back then people wanted to say that um, like black people were on the Confederate side, but at the time it, you, it was it was against the law. You know, they were not allowing black people to join the South side and the fight for freedom, which is why a lot of black people migrated up North and joined those, um, those uh, that side of the war in order to hopefully end slavery. So that is not the case. So when they were in school saying the, what is the word again? The word, first two words? What? Emancipation. Oh, when, when they were talking about emancipation, emancipation proclamation, and how honest Abe, um, you know, of course he created the emancipation proclamation. But at the end mm -hmm. of the, I keep saying it because it's the very true. At the end of the day, in point blank period, he still had slaves, and he was on that. He was on the 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 fence. He was saying, okay. Do we need to abolish slavery? Because if we abolish slavery, we're gonna have to do the work ourselves. And I don't feel like getting my hands dirty right now. But on the same time, I think that slavery will not last any longer than a couple years, not a couple years, couple decades, centuries. So he was on the fence, but yet we still, well, not we, but the American- oh, right educational system keeps teaching our children oh yes honest abe he was a great man he helped abolish slavery and all this and that yes would they say that but is that true because no. to be honest i personally believe all the presidents i believe tom thomas jefferson or i don't really care they had slaves when they were president I mean, if you read up on the real, I guess, knowledge and education and history of how the White House was built, mm -hmm. Black people built the White House, the fir the original White House, not the White House that is here today because it's- Didn't they build that one too, if you want to be technical? Well, technically, yes, they built that too then. But 
honest Abe? Was he truly honest? Or was he a little sneaky? I don't know. The world may never know. So Juneteenth, when we're celebrating that, right, as a Emancipation Proclamation or Juneteenth date, what are we celebrating that for? Because all slaves were not free. Black people were not, were still enslaved. And up until I that, feel point, like, that I point. feel like people celebrate Juneteenth because it is a moment in time where, yes, not everybody was free, but a large amount of slaves were free. And it was just mm -hmm. the stepping stones to become the nation that we are today, even though we're still corrupt and still have racial issues, but we are all considered still, we are all free, even though I, so most of the times black people do not think of themselves as free because of, again, everything that's happening in our current world. Um, but however, I think that's the reason why we celebrate Juneteenth. Um, and I believe that it is the right that all people of color should have. And like I said at the beginning, Black History Month is not 28 days of February or, you know, it is 365, 24 seven. It, it, I mean, there's no clear way of saying it. That's it, Black History is 365. And I don't want nobody talking about, what about white history? What history do, does, and I'm, again, I said this in previous episodes and it's, we're not trying to make this a race thing, but we're just speaking on our, our experiences as being post-grad and black. That is the title of this podcast, post-grad and black. And you know something, Miles, I feel like you don't always have to throw in an apology because it, people who are always apologetic tend to come from more of um have traumatic experiences they come from homes um where a lot of like suffering took place as a result why black people are overly apologetic about speaking up about history and what has happened to us and what has happened to our ancestors you yeah. don't have to apologize. the truth of the matter is you're speaking from history you know, history has shown us, um, if history has shown us that white people did not oppress all groups on this uh, planet, then we wouldn't be speaking from there. If history was not that we were slaves and they brought our asses here, if history was that we we still didn't have um, equal rights and privileges, if history didn't show us that instances where you can be black and sleeping in your house and you you won't get shot and killed and justice will be given to you, if they, if history didn't show us all those things we, we wouldn't be speaking on it so you don't have to apologize ever to anyone and if they're sensitive enough be mad at the people who who did it be mad at the people who it was done to you know don't be mad at the person just retelling the story so I hate when people say well slavery was 400 years ago blah 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 I don't care it took place did you write about it do we learn about it? Is there more shit we need to learn about it? Oh, that's history and I can talk about it. We don't talk about why we still bringing up the Bible. We don't talk about the 10 commandments. That shit was over 2000 years ago. Yet we still use it because why that is according to, to Christianity, that is the word of God, right? 
right according to christians that's the word of god you know a human wrote that down on paper through god's direction so the same with and history yes i agree with you on i i and let me state this loud and clear i only apologize because i understand that the the world that we live in the country that we live in continues to have racial problems and the reason why i apologize is because we want this to be all inclusive we want this to be an open communication for everybody to share their thoughts and opinions and i only apologize because i want everybody to feel inclusive and i understand that a lot of black people are that are always that person to be put in that role to be the one to always be accepting because why black people have never been accepted so we feel like we have to be the ones to accept everybody so true. yes i agree with you on that um also when you said that somebody wrote you know the bible down yes i am a christian and at the same time we I, I don't like it when people, you know, refer to the Bible as these are the words. The Bible has been translated in multiple different words. We have different editions, different, you know, different, mm -hmm. I guess you can, I guess editions is the word. But mm -hmm. I just, I mean, we're, it's kind of going off the subject, but yeah, um, I am a Christian, like I said, but it's, if, if you're the type of person where you take every word for word out of the Bible and apply and try to use it against somebody, try, try me. That's all I gotta say, try me. But uh, all right. do you have any more information that you would like to share? Yes, I have two more. Um, number four, how slaves had it better than field slaves. I put this as a myth because I personally went on Google and I seen that people, I don't know, I don't, I didn't really get the color of these um, historians, but they said that house slaves had it better because they had better clothes, better food. And let's just be real. Yes, educate them. Better. Educate them. Better, better is this. Better depends on perspective, right? If better to me was material things, Come on. If I'm, if I'm a slave and I'm looking at someone's eating habits or clothing, maybe I would say, oh, they had it better. But Great. if I'm looking at the overall slavery experience, I do not dismiss and I do not discredit and I do not even feel that better is applied when we're talking about the actual struggles of being a slave, whether you were in the house or you were outside working in the field. Yes, field slaves had physical labor as well as how slaves had, maybe not as hardcore labor um but at the same time you're side by side with the oppressor rape first thing i think of being a y'all gonna be hurt if i start bringing the black men the black slaves that were raped we ain't gonna talk about them but y'all gonna be a little hurt about that but if we even talk about um the women just being a black woman in the house and being that close to the oppressor who being that surrounded by white men who are, who have been raping you. You know, a lot of uh, people don't talk about the trauma 
you you take in not just being abused by your oppressor being raped on a daily day basis being surrounded by your oppressor being looked at as you have it better because you're in the house by other field slaves being isolated from your own culture because you might be biracial you might be just in a house slave in general and people the slaves view you as different you know we and we've seen that because um not jim crow was it jim crow who it wasn't jim crow come on who are you thinking I, about i can't think of the name but the the guy to to keep a slave a slave right the laws of keeping the slave mentality how to keep a slave enslaved without having necessarily beaten them is to create that division so the light versus dark in the household the man versus woman the child versus mother I know and, what you're talking about. I just can't. I just can't think of uh, Uncle Tom's. It's not that. It's not that. Anyway, um, it clock us on that if you know what we're we're trying to get at. But basically, just saying like people in the the house did not have it better, and I felt mm -hmm. like it was very ignorant of those historians to see better as material things when better really undermining the entire slavery, like slave culture and being black in, in slavery. It's it's not indentured service. You had people you forced over here that you're constantly abusing, neglecting, and have no absolute future of seeing freedom. So no, I don't feel like it was it was better for yeah. the house slaves than the field slaves in any 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 way, form or shape. If not, you felt even more isolated. Cause at least, you know, so how yeah. do you feel? I completely agree with you. I look at it as, I look at it as, you know, the house slaves were mostly affected mentally and the field slaves were mostly affected physically. I and I, I say that because going off of what you said, which is what I agree with, being a house slave, you have to bathe your oppressor's children, babysit them children, and they gonna grow up and just act just like they, your oppressor. Mm. Hating you, even though you took care of them, changed their diapers, wiped their stinking ass, and they gonna come around and do the same thing to your children. Like, you see that, yeah. that cycle of hate back in those days, and it still happens today. You got black teachers teaching your little raggedy ass white kids and they going to grow up thinking just like you, talking about Black people this, Black people this, but you got a whole Black teacher teaching you how to learn your ABCs. Mm. And, um, and then when it comes to the field slaves, I, well, obviously nothing was better, but I'm not even going to say that, but what I'm saying, but I agree with you, like I said, it's nothing was literally, nothing was better in during that time. So for anybody to say that is kind of ignorant for them to say and kind of quite disrespectful. If you were to say that to a black person, oh yeah, I heard, you know, the house slaves had it easier than the field slaves. You're going to get decked in your job. But you know, even growing up, February, if you don't growing up. Even growing up, we heard, I'm sorry to interject, but even growing up, like, um, it was a common thing, like middle school, they used to say, oh, um, when we learn about slavery, and they always talk about the lighter skin slaves were in the house and the darker skin slaves were on the field. They used to be like, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a house nigga, you know, I'm a house nigga. 
and you were feel nigga because the color you were darker and so it's just like oh at least I was in the house you were on the field so it's just like even seeing that division played out into to years later you know we're we're to my our generation we're talking about it in middle school like it was a joke just imagine just being back then and you know being a slave and being a slave in the house versus being in the field how that resentment you know how other people see seeing it as you have better privileges but not really fully understanding the anxiety you know just being scared yes i agree and i want to plug i want to put a little plug in there if you have not listened to our last podcast about colorism we talked about colorism and how it's affecting the black community and many communities of color i mean it directly it ties to what we are talking about now how if you're a lighter skin you didn't get that much sun because you were in the house exactly and you were darker skin you were out in the sun getting burnt and all this type of stuff so I just wanted to plug that in there because we did talk about this in, a, in our earlier podcast about colorism. So that is true. We did touch say. on that. We definitely did touch on, on we talked a lot about colorism. Um, so if you want, if you're interested in that, please do a mouse set. Um, and then lastly, oh my God, this is my favorite myth, favorite myth, because a lot of you people always say I couldn't be no slave back then they I'm not weak I'm strong I'm gonna speak up for myself you know them slaves they we we not our ancestors baby teach them I'm 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 because this is not our last time doing this one because I'm gonna bring up how y'all disrespectful for saying y'all not like y'all grandparents like y'all grandparents wasn't out there firsthand stepping up and fighting to be where you where you at right now so Teach. all you motherfuckers who don't get up and go vote after your ancestors then die, literally died, it's just disrespectful. But we don't have to get into that because that's between you and your ancestors. And um, educate them. Come on. But so to the ones who said slaves never rebelled, I'm only going to bring on two. Don't know. Okay, so one of the bloodiest. They say bloodiest, one of the a big biggest slave rebellions um, known as Stono Rebellion. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Right? Uh, S-T-O-N-O, Stono. Or uh, Cato's Conspiracy. Um, this was back in 1739 on Stono River Bridge near Charleston. So the story is um, in September, 20 slaves broke into a store. They stole weapons and supplies and, you know, they were they were on their way out. They headed for refuge um, towards Florida. As they're making their way to leave and break free to get their freedom, they end up murdering 23 people in their paths. Um, so they eventually grew from that 20 amount and they grew to like over 100 um and they were eventually stopped in an open field and other slaves will hear them you know hear them leaving and and just tearing through the streets and they joined them so they formed a 
about a hundred of them planned together in order to like, you know, create this rebellion. And um, uh, they were confronted, of course, by a bunch of white people. And um, some of them escaped, some were caught and they were executed. So what do you think about that? Um, what I think about your statement about how slaves never rebelled, rebelled. For people who say that, I think that you need to seek professional help because anybody who, has, who is in a state of survival or in that survival mode and you're trying to fight for your freedom, nobody's going to sit there and just take no, pardon my French, no ass whoopings. Like, no, nobody's going to do that. And for you to say, for anybody to say that slaves did not take, you know, weren't strong enough because I, I, I didn't bring up this, this, this video, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen this video where a white supremacist was having an interview with Charles, Charles Bark, is it Charles Barkley? Um, mm -hmm. And um, another black, I want to say he's a pastor, or motivational speaker. Anyways, they were having a conversation with him and he was saying, oh, you know, white people are a superior race because we don't take shit or we don't, you know, we gonna fight for what, what, you know, we're gonna fight basically. And based in what that's saying is, you're saying black people are just gonna stay, wanna stay oppressed and we wanna stay on the lower end of the spectrum. We are human beings just like you. And for one, like I said in a late earlier podcast, Everybody was born from a dark-skinned Black woman, and I'm going to stick to it because it's true. I don't know how else to explain it. So for you to say white people are a superior race because y'all can, y'all don't put up with no shit, and y'all can, y'all got guns and weapons, and y'all gonna fight. Mm. It, it's kind of. Um, ignorant and it's kind of disrespectful to say the least because for y'all to say y'all the strongest but yet y'all wanted to have slaves because you said that we were stronger and you guys say it's unfair because black people are stronger we're faster and it's unfair because we can run faster than y'all but yet y'all turn around and say that y'all the strongest where I see a contradiction. I see, I just see delusion. That's what I see. And that's why I said you need to seek professional help because it doesn't make sense. And that's all I gotta say. Well, on that, um, another rebellion is Nat Turner. And we all know about that, or hopefully we do. And basically, um, Nat Turner, 1831, um, he and some other slaves uh, came together in order to rebel. So August 22nd, uh, Nat Turner and his group of slaves murdered their masters and his family 
um, they started tolling to about 60 slaves. It, was, it became about 60 of them. They rounded together. So basically it's just like, you either with us or not. You know what I'm saying? We all are trying to get freedom, scared, not join, join the mob. And um, they ended up encountering another, of course, more white people. And they had a face-off and this resulted in, um, you know, a big blood spill. So about 60 slaves were executed. Turner, however, got away. And he was away for about a good month and a half um, before he was discovered. And then they brought his ass to trial. And of course they executed him. He was hung a week later. So um, there's been others, uh, it's another point in history, um, further down the line, 1859, someone um, also, I think his name was John Brown, also had a raid um, that was similar to Nat, Tur uh, Nat Turner's, um, but this is definitely one of, the, one of the bigger rebellions that we hear about to this day. Um, I just wanna think about like, you know, the fact that throughout history, and of course, a lot of rebell rebellions, I do believe that have not been actually recorded in history, but they have, the stories have been told through word of mouth um, about slaves resisting, you know, their masters. Of course, of course, the Underground Railroad is a form of rebellion too, is rebellion as well, um, may not be waking up in the morning and deciding to kill your master, and his family, but at the same time, you're you are escaping to freedom, and you have to realize the amount of fear. Like it is, it is, it is technically illegal for you to to be free. You know, what I'm saying opportunities for Black people were scarce. So if you're not fleeing to um, a land, they didn't have phones back then. They can't write letters and nothing like that. They are literally, you know, riding, walking across the country in order to get freedom. So I feel like it's very disrespectful. Even if you don't know anything about the rebellion, school, they teach us about the underground world. And if you don't understand the severity of that, then um, you don't understand your history. and You don't even have the courage, you know, to stand up um, for certain things. You don't even know how you will respond in the time of thing. We're not talking about the slaves that came over here that were brought over here on the boat that rebelled. That's it's a couple other rebellions that happened as well. We are talking about you are the grandchild of a slave, you know, so you have been already raised from birth to be aware of your surroundings, to conduct yourself in a certain manner in order to not provoke more hurt and suffering onto yourself. You cannot tell me if you have already that slave mentality, how you, how you don't know how you would be. So it's like, I can't be that person now. Yeah, because we have the freedom to speak up for ourselves. We didn't been granted the freedom to know like, hey, you're not about to talk to me like that. You might pop off quicker because you not, you weren't raised with that discernment that they had back in the day, just because they had to as a means of survival. Our survival is much different now in today's world thanks to our ancestors. So don't you dare. If you know one thing about this country, nothing is given to us peacefully. Every right that you have as a black person, someone died for, and that's literally. So that concludes my five myths. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be back with a part two 
um, definitely clock me. And when we say clock, uh, that means um, comment below, DM or whatever it is me if you feel like it was some facts that I misconstrued. If you have other opinions or or facts or or not just facts, if you want to offer some books or whatever it is that you do to educate yourself, definitely pass that along. Uh, just want some of the five things that stuck out to me off that. But let me know what you guys think. I mean, Miles, I thought that was pretty informative of everything. You definitely great, gave some great points about um, just like the audacity white people can have and not just even white people. I wonder, do they celebrate Black History Month in the suburbs? Well, you would know, right? In the suburbs? Yeah. What do you mean? Do they celebrate in school? Because I know urban schools, I only went to urban schools, schools in the hood. Um, the only thing that we celebrate during February is Valentine's Day. Um, and I really? And I say that to say this. When I was in school, we celebrated Black History Month by reading books about so-called Black people um, to kill a mockingbird. Like, what? This not- Y'all did not, you lie. I swear to you, we read To Kill a Mockingbird about, we read To Kill a Mockingbird, I wanna say ninth grade. I read it in ninth grade. I also read it in, I wanna say 11th or 12th. And we also read another book, I just don't remember. I think it's, I don't wanna say it wrong. So I'm just gonna keep it to myself, but we did not celebrate Black History Month as we should. And that is why, if you know me personally, I do not necessarily associate. Say, well, I guess not associate. I, I, I don't appreciate or care for my high school experience. So. Um, and that's why we say it's so disrespectful for, to give us a month because my thing is you want to exclude majority of our history from the textbooks and you want to give this picture perfect view oh slavery we basically you learn in school the country was racist but we're not racist no more we had a black president that's that 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 sums up everything you learn in social studies or u.s history and what killed me was the fact that I understand that you're trying to be respectful, but when you read a book and it has the word, the N word in it, and y'all just bypass it like y'all don't see it, and y'all act like y'all don't say it when y'all at home in the comfort of your homes is beyond me. Because for you to say, for you to say, uh, well, here's an example. And this didn't happen to me, but this also happened to my brother. During, he told me during one of his language arts classes or whatever you want to call it, they told him to read. Well, not told him, but they, uh, you know, it was popcorn reading. And so I guess it was his turn to read and he came across the N word and he was literally, he said it and the teacher got mad at him. And 
my brother's like, why are you getting mad at me? Like, I can say those type of things. And my brother was like, really shocked. But when it's just like, it just, it just it's beyond me um, because it's like, they don't say it or they've never said it before. And if they, if they've never said it before, congratulations, but I doubt that. So I think that's, that's all it is to it. I mean, Black History Month, this is the beginning of Black History Month and Black History Month, I just, I just hate it, but it's always overshadowed by Valentine's Day. Everybody's in that preparation mode to, oh, get, let me get my loved one or my secret, not secret, but my secret, well, secret admirer, something for Valentine's Day. But do you guys really know like Black History Month exists in February? Right. So it's beyond me, but it is what it is. The world will change when it's ready to change. So with that being said, this is the first video. Well, this is the first podcast for Black History Month. And we will continue to share our thoughts and opinions during this month. And just stay tuned and we will continue to give you guys some content and our thoughts and opinions about things as they arise. And do you have anything to say, Amira? No, um, power to the people. I'm black and I'm quickly proud. Oh, and, we really um, happy Black History Month and happy Black History Day, another day in, being, in the world of being black. And I'm your host, Amira Allison. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tune in to our next episode. And I'm your host, Miles. And we are. And we are post-grad in black. We'll (laughs) see you later. Bye. Deuces.